Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 29 for me and season 25 for Amanda. And this is day 15 of season 97. Our first question asks, uh, what store was the uh, uh, sit-in at their lunch counter in 1960? Specifically in Greensboro, North Carolina. Yes. It is now a civil rights museum. Um, and I, my first thought was Woolworths, because I remember that there were Woolworths sit-ins generally. I okay. believe it was a, uh, the whole, not the whole chain, but there were, there were a bunch of different Woolworths that had sit-ins because they had segregated lunch counters and the like. Mm-hmm. I didn't know whether it was this one. Like, this was kind of, I don't know if this was the first one, but it was kind of the first big one that got a mm-hmm. lot of attention mm-hmm. and snowballed into further sit-ins by other African-Americans saying, yeah, they did it, we can do it too. Um, the four men, the Greensboro Four, were, I believe, arrested and uh, don't know what happened to them after that, but of course it was it was a whole thing. Um, but I just kept coming back to Woolworths based on, I don't know what else it was. It was like if it, it could have been just like Sid's lunch counter for all I knew, but I figured mm-hmm. if I didn't know that, then I I had to kind of default back to the place that I knew had been boycotted mm-hmm. uh, in at least some places. So I went with Woolworths. Yeah, this one um, really kind of vexed me today. I the first answer that came to mind was Walgreens, and then I realized I think that might be because of the Greensboro location of the uh, museum. I thought so. I don't think that's actually it. Um, I thought about Woolworths, and at the same time, I couldn't convince myself because I just I don't have a great depth of knowledge in this particular uh, bit of civil rights history um, that it was a chain that was like connect like that there were that it was a chain store as opposed to like a mom and pop or a single you know proprietor whatever um that they had happened to protest in um and so i ended up putting down wagner's because i was just like the w names still appealed to me Hmm. and i guess that's vaguely walgreens ish without being walgreens um and, uh, yeah, just kind of a semi-guess that sounded a little bit right. Like, I just couldn't quite nail that one down. It was Woolworths. Indeed. Yeah. I wish I hadn't quite skimmed past that, because it really, it came to mind. It was one of the few names that did, so I should have listened to a little better to that. Question two. Uh, gives us a description of the operation of a moldboard or bottom type of a mechanical implement. Yes, and gives us the most mind-bending, <laughs> difficult-to-picture yeah. description of the parts of this device and what they do. Um, and I spent so long pondering this question this morning. Um, I uh, I knew that or rather, I kind of gradually uh, came to the understanding, like, I considered a lot of 
different devices. It took a long time for me to get away from some kind of like food slicing device, like a deli meat slicer or bread slicer. Mm. Um, and I even got so far as to think, is this like a ballot box basically that takes off, you know, the identifying information off of a ballot. <laughs> and I thought, no, I, I can picture the process of doing that. At least in Michigan, a person has to tear off your ballot number. And so right. it's like, it's not, that's not quite it. And I was trying to picture this, um, this vertical slice of some material being turned by the mold board. And so I'm just picturing this slice of something rotating around like it's on a turntable kind of thing mm -hmm. and it just it boggled me for so long and i finally went back to some of the terms in the question um coulter and share and mold board and these things all sound like a much less um industrialized sounding device like an an older device like um something that you know was a much a much simpler um mechanical implement or even machine if that's the right word than i was thinking of and after kind of getting to that point i thought oh the word share kind of catches my eye in here what is an old-timey machine that or or mechanical thing it has a share. Well, plows have plowshares. Yep. And so I thought, okay, I could picture like a coulter. I know that's like, you know, an old kind of English term. Um, it makes sense that it'd be kind of a rural, you know, term. It's certainly a last name that, mm -hmm. you know, is out there. Um, but I, I really thought, yeah, I think once I came up with that connection of plowshare then i could picture the the vertical slice that it's cutting is into the ground and the mold board then turns that dirt away from the furrow that's being dug um and then the uh the land side then that term made more sense to me because that like now we're talking about okay like something is keeping this stabilized on the ground that's the land so it's like okay i can sort of picture the operation of this thing the description makes a little more sense now so i think that i'm going to go ahead and go with plow wow i'm impressed i could not get a hold of this one shared <laughs> just didn't you. didn't uh didn't do it for me and yeah i was just i was thinking of cutting slices off of things yeah and not into things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It just never occurred to me that that would, uh, and, and you know, the the slice being turned didn't didn't occur to me. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, I just I I never came anywhere near this. I finally ended up saying a lathe because uh. I figured that would be you know a, a lathe cuts things apart and cuts parts off things. So sure. Yeah, that I that's a totally reasonable response to this description. Uh, it was, in fact, plow. Yeah. Which I, now I can lapse into a coma, <laughs> gratefully, having deciphered it. Um, question three asks us about uh, uh, the first names on certain Jewish, Islamic, and Hindu lists and asks what will be the corresponding term 
on Pope Gregory the Thirteenth's list. Uh, for some reason, Tishri immediately uh, jogged the thought of a calendar for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muharram less so. Uh, Chaitra not at all. Mm. Uh, so by the time I got to Gregory, I thought, oh, well, this is the Gregorian. This is going to be the calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the list adopted by Gregory started with January. Mm-hmm. So I'll say January. The, the date threw me off, <laughs> honestly. Oh. I thought that the Gregorian calendar was much later. Oh. Because, for instance, George Washington uh, was born under the old style. His his oh. birthday is there. There's it's kind of a kind of an asterisk by when his birthday is in most encyclopedia and the like because huh. uh, at the at the time of his death it was a it was you know a different day oh, when wow. you, when you counted back as to you know how long he'd been alive and the like. Okay. Um. So you know that was the 1700s. Uh huh. But then I figured you know it, it took a long time. The the Gregorian calendar mm-hmm. did not get. Uh, adopted by everyone in 1582. It took a while to uh, make its way out and various countries uh, adopted it at various times. And presumably England, which was, you know, the the country that George Washington was born in. Right. uh, Or at least under. Mm -hmm. uh, Would have adopted it very much later than everybody else just because they were Protestants for most of that time. And that's just the way they were. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I figured this had to be about the the Gregorian calendar, mm-hmm. the first uh, part of which is January. Yeah, I um I didn't have that moment of recognition with the names that are in the first half of the question so much, um kind of retrofittingly I did, but like once I got to a list adopted by Pope Gregory, uh, I thought well this has to be the Gregorian calendar, it's a weird phrasing for it to be anything else, like adopting a list. Like I tried to take myself out of it and think, okay, is this like a list of people who are saints or who've been beatified or whatever? Like, Mm. I was like, but no, that's not, you know, that's not how a Pope would go about that. Like that just didn't really um, make sense with the, the fact that there are these, other cultures lists in the question as well it doesn't you know there won't be a matching set of you know hindu and christian saints it's just not like these things won't align very well or whatever if they existed which they don't my point is that this is the calendar and that january is the first month of you know the gregorian calendar much as it is our calendar and so i also put down january and that was correct I did feel like I sort of recognized Maharam among the month names, but yeah. like, yeah. Question four asks us essentially, what is pruritus? Indeed, and gives us the uh, framing clue that the term would be in the title of a 1950s rom-com, um, <laughs> septennial pruritus, in fact, which translates to the seven-year itch out of Latin. Um, and you know, once like the septennial seven years, uh, that's going to lead me right to, uh, the seven year itch. So I put down itch. That's, that's really all there is to it. Yep. Same. Uh, I romantic comedy film septennial. I immediately thought, oh, this is about seven year paritis itch. Okay. 
Is that a name, a word for itching? I don't know that it's not, but <laughs> I, I couldn't think of any other seven-year thing that would have been a 50s rom-com, so sure. Right, and that was the correct answer. I am much itchier than you, so it, it <laughs> uh, rang true for me a little quicker, maybe. Um, question five uh, asks us, what last name is shared by a set of three English brothers, one of whom is a director Another is a natural historian, and the third is a motor industry executive. Uh, I didn't know about that last one, but the the Oscar-winning director named Richard is Attenborough. Right. The the BBC broadcaster and historian is Sir David. I don't know whether Sir Richard is as well, or whether oh, Richard is so, also a knight yeah. as well, but mm -hmm. or John for that matter. But uh, this is definitely the Attenborough boys. Yes, uh, same. Like I, I would not have picked John out of a lineup, but. Um, the other two uh, easily and bought, brought most recently to mind by the uh, the parody BBC naturalist show Kunk on Earth, mm -hmm. which is is a good bit of fun and very much uh, parodies that style of observational, you know, uh, engaging kind of layman's naturalism that um, that David Attenborough is well known for. That's one of the shows that you know my parents would tune into all the time on pbs and mm -hmm. uh, watched a lot of of that is it i think it was like nature or i'm trying to remember the titles of the shows but um i think nature was one of them um and yeah this is this is definitely attenborough for the last name that was correct did you spell it right i did good I don't know how uh, how much variant variation they're going to allow. There's probably going to be some -E bros and you know, one T's <laughs> and the like. Yeah. Question six asks us for the branding that Chip and Joanna Gaines use on stuff. Yeah, this is one of those pop culture, you know, byways that I just actively don't pay attention to. It crosses my RSS feed sometimes because I feel like these two in particular were involved in some sort of tax scandal recently. Um, and so their names have been out there, but reading as far as like the actual name of their business ventures, I, I aggressively mm. don't care. And yeah. so I just don't try to take in a lot of information about it. Um, I ended up going with DIY because I just like... I was like, this is either something super specific that is that I'm not just going to guess out of hand um, or it's, you know, something akin to like HGTV's Home and Garden Television. It's going to have a name like that. Like it's the this marketplace of do it yourself stuff or, you know, that's that's what they call their kitchen line or whatever. I, I just put down DIY because I I cannot be bothered <laughs> reasonable uh i same but figured that like it would be something uh cloyingly wholesomely mm -hmm. like something heartland or homestead or country living yeah something yeah. like that and i just kind of coin flipped between heartland and homestead just because mm -hmm. sure why yeah. not i i i didn't think it would be a thing i, I figured it would be mm -hmm. something much more obvious rather mm -hmm. than just like a, 
a kind of random reference that I I can't yeah. connect the the actual answer magnolia. I can't connect that with any of these other things. I don't know if Waco is particularly known for its magnolias or whatever, but yeah, it comes across as a very yakioid question, mm-hmm. you know, in in retrospect. Other than magnolia is a southern thing, but that's about it. Like it's it's not Texas connected. Yeah, not, it's not like necessarily Texas, Mississippi, or yeah, something like that, Alabama. Louisiana, yeah. Um, and so yeah, yep. wasn't going to get to that one. Nope. Oh well. So left me with four. Some trivia's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four as well. Yeah, kind of a. a I mean. I'm pretty pleased with with getting the plow there, but because um, I think that's gonna throw some people off unless they're like, you know, farmers, <laughs> <laughs> farm adjacent <laughs> somehow. Um, so hopefully, I, I I don't know, I don't know what the odds are here for me mm-hmm. to to pull one out, but uh, I guess we'll see. Yep. Oh, so, and uh, as far as last week, I did have someone. Uh, message me on the site and say hey no friday was that intentional i just wasn't feeling it on friday Mm -hmm. honestly i was i was having a bad day uh and the fact that i got two correct didn't help Uh, but i ended up tying and thereby breaking my 12 game losing streak (laughs) uh back to four this time and i don't think that's going to be enough Uh, today today's kind of eh, could could go either direction i had a surprising number of friends who uh boloed the gregory question Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They all I was felt surprised at that. bad about it. So I'm hoping that just the plow and the magnolia thing are weird enough that people won't get it. Yeah, I think those are really you know, some of those come very much down to defense because the magnolia question I gave three points to my regular rundle and zero to the private mm-hmm. based on television scores and you know, that kind of thing. Um uh I admit I and I figured, you know, Except for that, my regular Rundle opponent's lowest score was television. And so I gave the Magnolia question the three. Felt a little qualm about the plow question, though, because mm-hmm. so that that became a two. And it's one of those things that seems really, unless you have a little bit of an in for it, is going to just break your brain like a cracker. It's mm-hmm. It's, um, it, I don't know if it's, I don't know if there's any way even the question could be modified to give you a clearer picture of it because cuts a vertical slice is a weird way of mm-hmm. describing that, Yeah. you know, but, but describing it any other way might just give away the question, Yep. you know, cuts a vertical track or furrow or groove or anything like that it's yeah. going to be like yeah someone's gonna gonna seize on that immediately mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know that it's always a question with trivia writing like especially with learned league how do you thread that needle of being obscure enough to be difficult enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um without just you know tossing people over a cliff basically yep so I guess we'll see. Yeah. I got no complaint with either of those questions I got wrong. Yeah. They're perfectly valid, good, difficult questions that are not uh, stupidly obscure. Yeah. And like you logic your way into plow. So it, it wasn't yekioid. True. No, that is true. It's there's, I mean, yeah, as long as you could 
could make a tenuous connection to something in there. Um, there's there's a, a bridge to it, but um, but yeah, Magnolia was never gonna happen. I feel bad about Woolworths. I that's both such a high profile piece of um, history that and I glossed right over it. Mm. You know, I, I just let it left it sitting there. And it happens, and you hate for that to happen. Yep. So, uh, either way, that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. And remember... Don't forfeit. Don't cheat.